It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, it's Sports Show's Niall McIntyre here. You're all very welcome to the GAA Hours new series where we sit down with players and personalities. And the first personality we sat down with is the PWC Hurler of the Month for July and August, Garoj Hegarty. I hope you enjoy the chat. We talked about the split season, about winning another All-Ireland with Limerick and about meeting Tiger Woods, which was one of Garoj's highlights of the year. And that was where we started off. Well, the PWC Hurler of the Month for July, um, you're a keen golfer yourself, Grod, are you? Yeah, I love it. I love it. Uh, I don't get out as much as I would like to know um, during the year, obviously, um, for obvious reason. But last couple of weeks now, we've got a couple of games in, all right, and hoping to get a good few more in over the next couple of months and so. But uh, look, I just I love going out playing a game of golf. You know, I, I, I don't find it that easy to relax outside the kind of hurling and training and having to crack with the lads. So... I find the golf course and the beach two places where I relax the most, so that's that's why I love it. Yeah, it can be tough to fit it in during the year, like when with hurling on as well. A lot of lads kind of try to avoid it. Yeah, they do, they do. Look, I don't know personally. I think it may get a little bit of a bad rep more than it should, but um, you know, a few holes here and there, there's nothing too bad. But obviously, you wouldn't have to be playing eighteen holes the day the day or two before a match, but. Um, so it's, it's what works for what works for somebody is, is different. What works for me, you know. So you got to find out what's what's important. Yeah, well, I'd say it was one of the highlights of the year this year, getting to meet uh, Tiger Woods that day in Adair. Um, was it surreal? Ah, it was incredible. Uh, I wouldn't be spo- I wouldn't be stuck for words too often now, but I hadn't a clue what to say to the man. You know, he just he holds such an aura. But sure, I've just grown up watching. I've grown up watching the man. You know, one of the greatest sportsmen of all time, and. To just be in his presence, to even be around him, to see him, you know, to be within touching distance of him, I thought was incredible. So to actually have a chat with him, and in fairness, he was like, I'd say he gets, you know, everybody wants to speak to Tiger or take a photo of Tiger. I'd say he lives his whole life with a camera in his face, you know, and he obviously has to be careful and, and things like that. But to actually to be able to have a conversation for a couple of minutes there, um, at the back at eleven, at the back of the eleven green there in in there was just it was incredible. As I said, I actually I just didn't even know what to say to him to be honest. 
Yeah, he seemed to be very friendly the whole day and like up for a bit of crack with lads. Like he was, yeah, he was. I was surprised. Like myself and myself and Dave Reedy and Barry Nash and a few of the other lads were kind of following following him for a while. And um, as I was saying, I didn't want to. I didn't want to, you know, be intruding on on him or or asking him to do anything, you know. But he was he was top class. Like you know, he I had heard that he's he's obviously very kind of private and he doesn't interact too much, but. I suppose it's it wasn't a, an official competition, so to speak, on the on the PGA Tour or anything like that. So he was he was class. He was class. He was taking loads of photos. He was chatting to everyone, you know. So it was, it was really cool. Did you get to have another chat with him that night, or anything, or was it just that chat you had with him at the eleventh green? No, that was it. That was it. I was I was happy enough for one chat with him. No, I wasn't going looking for another one. But no, that was it. I we we went out for, for a couple hours and I went home. I was wrecked after. To be honest, I was walking. I, I followed him for. Followed him for t- up to the up to the twelfth tee box, and then I followed Rory for the last seven or eight holes, and I saw Leon and a couple more come through. So uh, I pretty much walked eighteen holes myself that day. So I was I was fairly wrecked by the end of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, um, how's how's things now? I seen you were back hurling. Well, you're obviously back with the club, and uh, did I see you were centre back with St Patrick's there in a game recently? How's 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 it going settling back in there? Yeah, we've two games played now um, at home at the club, and. Uh, results haven't got our way yet, but we've we've three more games. We're at, we've an ice break now to the to the first weekend in in September. So, um, look, it, it's it's tough in a way to go back to the club. It is. There's no, there's no two ways about it. Um, I'd be lying if I said it wasn't. You know, you have you have such a long year within the, with with the, with the county, and then you go back um, maybe a week or so after the All Ireland, and you go back training with the club and stuff like that. But no, it is it is great. That's where you, you start off with the club and you finish with the club. But um, We've three more games left in in the junior championship this year. We're only a junior club, so we've three more games left in the in the championship this year. My brother, my brother's up to the age since last year, and you know, also it's class to be able to play with him and things like that as well. So, um, as I said, they're the lads I grew up with before I knew any of the Limerick lads first. So you you grow up with them lads and you finish with them lads. So that's where it all starts. You must be lording it there in the junior championship, or how are you finding it? Well, we were beating we were beating them one and drew the other, so yeah. I'm not lording it too much. I, I can tell you that. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. We have three more games to go, so plenty more opportunities. Did I see you were centre back in uh, one of the games? Yes, that's that's where I normally play with the club. Yeah, I I was kind of always a back to be honest before yeah. before Limerick. Uh, I even I was I was half back in the the twenty one team in twenty fifteen, and I kind of I was always a back growing up. But I suppose John threw me into the forwards a number of years ago, and I've stayed there since. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's fairly like like since the All Ireland, I'd say it's been very sort of fast paced, and then you're. There's a bit of celebrating, then you're back in with the club. Like, how have you found that kind of coming down from the the highs with all? Yeah, as I said, like, you know, it is. It's extremely tough. You know, I was even talking to a number of the lads. It's not just because I, I'm I'm with a junior club or anything like that. I, I've been talking to loads of lads, even the, the lads playing senior this year, and it is like it is. Just, it's extremely tough to go from an intercounty setup back to the club scene. Like to be honest, it's, it's a different sport. You know, I even went down there training one night with the club, and we were after playing a game on the Saturday, and it was the it was the following Tuesday, and it was it last rain on the Saturday, and we came down on Tuesday. All the balls were soaking wet, the field wasn't cut, and you know, you're just thinking like how different it is. So as I said, it's it's nearly like playing a different sport. It's 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 massively different, but um, you know, it's still it's still extremely important. Yeah, like it was it was finished uh, very quickly, I suppose, the county season this year and it'll be a while now before it's back again. I suppose you could look at that in one way, like it's you'll have a long time maybe to save or being All-Ireland champions. But how do you kind of, are you fond of that, that it's over quick or or this split season or how do you find it? 
Yeah, a huge challenge this bit season, to be honest. Uh, I, I'd say there isn't a whole, I'd say there isn't too many players now that that aren't a fan of this bit season. You know, I, I think the season is long enough as it is. Even now, it's obviously been shortened a good bit over the last, from last year even to this year, it has been shortened another couple of weeks. But I know it's kind of got a bit of a bad rep with maybe some some retired players or, or, or people that are working in the media or things like that. But... I would say if you did a if you did a survey of all the players playing in the county this year, do they like the split season? I would I would imagine that the vast majority would say they do because look, you know, we we are amateur players at the end of the day. We're all we're all working, um, you know, Monday to Friday, most of us anyway. And uh, like the demands on the inter county demands on the, the players that are playing in the county are just they're they're getting more and more every single year. You know, so the fact that the season was shortened a, a couple of weeks this year. And you can go back to the club in summertime, you know, in my opinion, is is great. You know, it's great for the club player, it's, but it's also great for the county player. You know, um, as I said, you don't want you don't want too you don't want lads training pretty much all year round and having to start again. Say if the club season went to November, December, and they're back in with the with the county a week or two later, which is which is which I've seen myself happen with with some of the club teams in Limerick that have got to the All Ireland. Uh, club hurling final over the last number of years, you know, they only get two or three weeks off, and that's just it's completely unsustainable, you know. Um, but I don't know. I think intercounty, the demands on the on the players, um, is getting more and more. So it's 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 going to be interesting to see where it goes, you know. But in fairness, I think that the fact they shortened the season, I hope they stick with it because I thought it was I thought it was excellent this year. Players just want games. Yeah, I, I always hated like having a five or six week break in between games because. That just means you're going. You're you play the game, and then if you five weeks to the next game, you know you're going to have three or four weeks of a hard block of training, and it's much better for the players. The players enjoy it way more if you have a game and you may you save a two week break to the next game, you have a couple of days to recover, and then you might have Friday training Friday night, Sunday and Tuesday, and then the, the Friday before the game again is going to be nice and handy, you know. So players just want to be playing games, and uh, I think this, the split season this year was brilliant. And you probably will feel the benefits of that. I'd say maybe later on in the year. Like when you're finished with the club, like you'll probably have a bit of time maybe to go on a holiday to kind of really like let the hair down for maybe a month or so. You're not focused on getting back in with the club. And like I'd say you'd need that probably like when, you, when you're talking about the demands there. Like I'd say it is tough going when it's um, like especially playing as a county player, the pressure on you the whole time. It is tough going, sure. Like you, your whole life is put on hold and... Um, Playing in the county, like there's no two ways about it. Especially if you go if you go deep into the season, like we have done over the last number of years. Like I'm a teacher, you're on summer holidays, but like you can't you can't really go anywhere. You can't really do anything, you know, because you're 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 constantly training, and even when you're not training on your rest days, you're you're at home resting. You know, you can't really go you can't go on holidays, so to speak. You can't even really even in the nice weather that we've had over the summer, you can't be out in the two for too long and things like that. So, um, look. Again, I was a good friend of mine got married in Portugal last week, and I was able to go over to it in the first week of August, you know, um, for four or five days, and to be able to even be in that position that you go go on a holiday in the first week of August when the season is over. We were lucky that the, the, the club matches weren't on that weekend, you know, things like that. I think the players, I think it's, I think, I think the players, unfortunately, not to, not everybody thinks about the players when these decisions are being made or when people are talking about the split season. You know, everybody thinks about themselves in terms of okay, there's no games on in August and the nice weather we've had over the last number of weeks. People are talking about wouldn't have been great if there was good games on in August that we could go and watch. And you know, maybe, maybe, maybe the, obviously it is a, a slight drawback. There has been no games on, but 
you know, players are, are, are able to get a bit of a nice weather that they can maybe take a book a few weeks off work if they're not teachers, say, and, and they can go train with the club in, in nice conditions and play games during the summer as well, you know. So I think I think there's records. I saw something there recently that there's record attendance at the club games over the last number of weeks, you know. So I think it's easy to focus on the negatives. I think people should focus on the positives a lot more. Yeah. Uh, psychology is obviously a big part of that when it's like, when it is such tough going, I suppose, in the county season, keeping yourself um, 100% all the time. Like, And Aaron Galan was on with us recently and he was talking about how he said you mentioned you in particular said you kind of really got into the psychology um in the last few years like um i suppose would you just tell me like like what were the like what have you learned from it and i suppose like the like caroline curd was obviously has had a big impact on you that way as well like and h- how do you kind of apply it to your own game i suppose you just you just got to keep learning you know you're never i suppose you're always chasing not necessarily perfection, but you're chasing constantly being better and better and better over and over and over again. You know, every night you go train is another is another opportunity to improve. Every game you play, again, is another opportunity to improve on the last day. And you know, that's all. That's all. That's all. Just coming from psychology and just you know, not getting not getting too carried away with the highs or not getting too too down with the lows. You know, and things like that. So you know, every every single as I said, not just every year, but every single training session, every match is an opportunity for you to improve on and. You know, if, if you're just constantly in that mindset, we are just constantly trying to improve, you know, um, I suppose it is a great mindset to be in. Unfortunately, that, that there's 35 other fellows on the Limerick panel that, that share the same mindset, you know. Have you been able to, like when you're focusing on that, have you been able to become a bit more relaxed before games or how how are you before games? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I would have never been too, I would have never been too nervous before games, to be honest even in the past but even in the last number of years i'm i'm way more relaxed um I'm, i have gotten even more relaxed than i would have been before you know I have, obviously he was injured this year but i normally say keen on the dressing room you know and keen uh, as i'm sure you can you can gather it's just a, he's a free spirit you know he doesn't get too hung up and he doesn't panic about anything or doesn't get too hung up on anything you know and i'm i'm normally sitting beside him in the dressing room getting talked out before the games and uh you know have a bit of crack with him in fairness kyle Kyle took his Kyle took his uh, the number eleven jersey for the last number of games this year, and he he'd be the same, you know. So, again, comes from experience, you know, and and, and constantly looking to improve and, and things like that. Just one more thing I wanted to ask you about. Uh, I was reading an interview with your father there recently, and he mentioned how when you were younger, anyway, he he maybe saw more of a footballer in you. And I'm just wondering, is that uh, something you thought yourself, like you were going to be a footballer, or or did you like how did you find it? Well, I suppose you never know. You never know, really. You know, when I, I was, I was, I was on the Limerick minor team for two years, under seventeen and under eighteen, and the year I was under seventeen. Uh, say my first year minor, I made the subs, and I was kind of happy enough to be on the subs. You know, I was thinking, you know, I have another year minor here, I can push on now next year, and I actually went backwards. My full year minor, I wasn't even making the subs. I was on the extending panel, you know, and I kind of got a little disillusioned about the whole thing, and I felt like I was going over to hurling. And obviously, it's been well documented, but I went playing football for a couple of years and. I suppose my my main my my true love was always hurling. I always had it in the back of my head that I would play hurling for Limerick um, at some stage. But you know the opportunities didn't really seem to be coming. But I suppose I got my break under twenty one in twenty fifteen when John Kelly was the manager, and obviously he got to he uh, he became the manager in in later years. But um, I'm a big believer in you know if you want something enough, you will get there eventually. It took me a long time to get I suppose where I wanted to get to. Um, but you know no matter what it is. 
if you really want it and you're willing to put in the hard work, you can get to about wherever you want to be. It may, may take some people longer than others. Some people, you look at Kyle, he's gone on the panel. He got on the panel when he was 18. You know, Cahill O'Neill is the same. He's, he's been on the panel since he's, since he's, since he's basically straight out of minor coming into the panel. I was nowhere near good enough to play Harland for Limerick at, the, at that stage. It took me maybe three or four years longer than, than longer than it took those guys. But, you know, everyone develops differently. I'm a school teacher. I see it with, with the young lads in, in school at the moment and, and the girls in school. Everyone develops differently and at different rates. And, you know, it just takes time. It takes time to get to where you want to be for, for some people. And I just had to be patient. And there was so much hard work that went in behind the scenes that nobody saw, um, you know, but I was always confident that I would get to where I wanted to be eventually. Yeah, like there must have been a huge amount of hard work. Like, w- like was it... Like obviously physically you've come on a huge amount, like but on the skills of the game, was that something that you like like what did you put in huge hours of practice kind of getting those right as well? Um it was to be honest, it was more so the more so the the, the strength and conditioning side. Like my hurling was all like I, I I know some people believe that I was a footballer first, but like I was always a hurler, like. I was I I never really played football growing up like it was always I we played football with the club but it was always kind of a bit of a token gesture like it was always hurling the whole way up up until I became up until I finished minor I didn't play football for Limerick as as at minor level but then I played a couple of years under twenty one and we were going we were senior at the time with the club in football and we were flying and you know I was loving my football and uh, as I said I got onto the Limerick senior football panel got exposed to training as a senior in the county level getting exposed to a proper SNC coach who can put you on the right gym programs and things like that. So it was more so the SNC side of things, but like the hurley was in my hand pretty much every single day growing up. It still is anywhere, anytime I go to the beach and my girlfriend and my two dogs, I bring the hurley with me. You know, my hurley's always in the, in, the, in the car, it's in my boot with a ball and you know, like it comes everywhere with me. So it was it was more so the, the, the SNC side of things, but you know, um, I suppose that was that was just something that I had to improve on and something that I knew I had to improve on. And as you said, so much hard work went into that side of things. Definitely. That's all we've time for. Thanks very much, uh, Gerald Hegarty, PWC Hurler of the Month for July. Mm-hmm.